0: It's the Steelers blitz on SNR on a win on a Monday. Pardon me, I'm all messed. up. it is a Wednesday.
1: I'm all messed up. It's a Wednesday. What did my man El say? Mr. Knockout King himself.
0: Oh, it's a Wednesday.
1: Because you know El Bell caught a body too. You remember he caught a body he about did. a week ago. He it did. was about a week ago. Week he ago. Sure did. Hello, Adrian Peterson. You now all day today. You a little bit night night, <laughs> but it's all good though. Okay, I got love for you. AD. Exit, you know that. exit light. Come on now. But, yeah, man, it Internet. is a, it, it, it a Wednesday because we did win <laughs> on Saturday. And, well, technically I was about to say, and we won in the division. But, no, we did not. Everybody else in the division did win this weekend. So, it's not the best division. Yeah, yeah not the best division at yeah. set point.
0: We couldn't seek that comfort like we did last yeah. week. I was about to be like, oh, yeah, we were straight away with that, man. We Everybody scored, else lost. Ah, not so fast. Let's, let's do some around the league conversation it, here. Let's, I'm excited to have that conversation. Start with the with scope you, of the Steelers, and then we'll go bigger. Because okay. here's what I got for you. Yes. And it's it's the old adage. mozi and I we laugh about this sometimes, right? In radio, a lot of times the best conversations happen in between breaks and and when you're off the air and when you're in commercials and you can be can be completely candid. Everybody knows this. If again, if you've listened to mozi and I, and if you just listen to that first segment of the show alone, if that was your first time ever ever tuning in here to the Steelers Blitz, we both love our alma maters. We wear it on our sleeve, or and on our chest. It's it's, it's it, it might be tattooed on us. You know. Yeah. While we've gotten into the business of this sports thing, and we still always want the Steelers to win and the Penguins to win, and we would love it if the Pirates would have any semblance of of a contending franchise and roster, right? Motz and I would love that. You catch us down at PNC Park all Boy, the time,
1: being there with a baseball jersey. You don't like it, it's the truth.
0: <clears throat> but it, it it it's still it's professional sports. It is a business. It's work for us in all these different ways. Whereas our alma maters Saturdays, we're all in. Particularly with our schools, right? It's it's not like we're Alabama fans and everything's hunky dory all the time. It's not like we're Ohio State fans and we're always one of the best teams in the country. And if you go ten and two, that's a disappointing season, and you're ready to fire the head coach, right? You know, Moats and I were talking about just the loyalty and how good it feels when you get one of those wins whenever when you're a big underdog and and everybody thinks and writes you off and they're picking the other team and how it's it's not quite the same. In the NFL, right? How, you know, for, for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, they're, they're upset today, but they're 2-1. and one. They've got everything to play for. They didn't lose any recruits because they lost mm-hmm. that game. they didn't, It's not going to hurt the program. They didn't lose a slip at all in the AP poll or anything like that. They're not going to go to a lesser bowl game now because they lost a game that they shouldn't. Everything is still on the table. Everything's still on the table. And, and, and we're talking about this in the context of loyalty and Motsi and I and, and sports fans and how a lot of times collegiate fans, it just hits differently than your favorite NFL team. And I think a lot of us, you know, I think most people would agree with that. There'd be some of the crazy Steelers fans out there who are like, you know, I get to the gold lot at 8 a.m. every Sunday and I paint my chest black and gold. And we get, and, and, there's, there's yes. diehards. That's not
1: what we're saying. Right, we're just saying there's just more of it at the collegiate level, whereas at the NFL level, it is a
0: little bit more of a rarity. And I think yeah. at the collegiate level, people are slower to turn Yeah, than they are at the pro level. Because they're millionaires, they're higher expectations, all mm-hmm. these things, as opposed to, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old kids. Here's where I'm going with all this. Here's my question that I was teasing at the end of last segment. I was thinking the about this. Is. I was thinking about this yesterday. Because I'm thinking, right? All right, what, what can we what Steelers conversation can we have here? I miss mean, plenty of conversations on the program ahead. today. And there certainly you are you wanna have the hot,
1: hot ones or the kind of chill ones, or the in-between
0: ones. And here's the one that I want to ask all you, because those of you who listen to this show, make no mistake about it, you're Steelers diehards. Mm-hmm. You are. If you're locked in with Moatsy and I here on oh, no, 100, 100, 100%, SNR on the show, yeah, 100%. on the podcast, you listen to a show, you subscribe to a show. That is 98% about the Steelers. Yeah. Even, you know, even during the off season. 2% of the time yeah. we go around the league. We talk college football. We laugh about this and that. But we'll, this we'll, is but a 2% Steeler of the time show. we'll talk
1: James Madison University beating <laughs> App State. But this that doesn't is, happen often.
0: This yeah. is a Steelers show here. So you're obviously a big Steelers fan. You love the organization. You love the team. You love the colors. You love the history. You love the players. All that stuff. Here's my question, Motsi. For you and and specifically for our fans here too because on Friday's show a lot of people were asking some some serious questions, right? About Mike Tomlin, about Matt Canada, about Mitch Trubisky, about the Steelers' philosophy and and how they're doing things this season. Yeah. You trust in the Steeler way? Right? That that's my question because I know it's easy in the in the micro, right, mm-hmm. to, to, to zoom in on each week like we do in the NFL because there's only 17 games. You play once a week. We react, overreact to this stuff more than any other sport every single game. We lift up the hood. We diagnose every element uh, of what transpires. But if you pull back. And you're, and you're frustrated because uh, the offense looks just like it did last year. And what's going on with Matt Canada? Does he really think this stuff's going to work? And what's going on with Mitch? Why aren't we taking more shots down the field? Why aren't we using the middle of the field more with Pat move? Why isn't X, Y, and Z happening and I'm ticked off and I'm furious and I want some blood because of it? You trust the Steelers? You trust the Steelers organization? Mm-hmm. Do you believe in the Steeler way? Do you believe that there's a plan? Do you believe that Mike Tomlin and Omar Khan and Matt Canada and Terrell Austin and Brian Flores and Mr. Rooney – that they know what they're doing. Because if you do, I'm not saying that means you have to be a shill and just think everything's great all the time and you can never have an opinion or a criticism. That's not what I'm saying. But if you trust the Steeler way, you trust the Steeler organization, you trust Mike Tomlin, Mr. Rooney, Omar Khan, all those big player names, is, is there need to panic after week three? That's what I was thinking about Ooh. yesterday. As we watch Ooh. as we watch a lot of, as we watch a lot of teams around the NFL uh-huh. struggle and go back and forth and look good one week and look bad one mm-hmm. week. And I know the Steelers again, that's not a seeking comfort everything's hunky dory. That's not what I'm saying. But do you trust the organization to make to, to make the right call with what they're doing with the offense? To make the right call with Mitch Trubisky and if eventually we get to Kenny Pickett and what that timeline looks like? Do you trust the Steelers organization or not? Because when times are good, right, when it's 2020 and the team's 11-0 and and we're having a lot of fun, everybody trusts the organization. It's a stealer way. This is what we do. This is why we don't have losing seasons. This is why we're in the playoffs pretty consistently. We do, it is. But then when it looks bad for two or three weeks in a row, it's fire this person, fire that person. This is horrible. This That's horrible. To me, Motsi, it has to be one or the other. You either trust the organization and you believe they're going to do the right thing and that they have a greater plan for this offense, for the quarterback situation on down the line, or you don't. And that's what I want to know from Steelers fans on this Monday. I like your energy like that, man. I really do. Um,
1: And I do like how you're drawing that line in the sand because in this situation, it does make a lot of sense. The only thing I would say is this, man. I think that you can still trust in the organization.
0: Oh, you can have criticisms, without a doubt. No,
1: no, no, not even the criticism part. Because part of the criticism I get, the other part, though, is more so just when people are uncertain. When people are, you know, in doubt or fearful, sort of speak, about what the future may hold. And the future is what? Is this team going to be good this season? Is the team going to be... In the postseason, is the team going to have a chance to win a Super Bowl this season or in the next two to three seasons? And at times, that uncertainty can cause you to be uneasy. And when you're uneasy, you start to act irrationally at times. Mm. So your criticism can become what? A little bit over the top.
0: Yes. Like how we talked about at times. Yeah,
1: how we talked about at times where it's like every, for, you know, specifics. Every throw Mitch Trubisky makes, we highlight, we stop, and we overanalyze, all right? Whereas like when we're talking about like the context of quarterbacks, we're not micromanaging and replaying every Brady throw, every Rodgers throw, every Josh Allen throw, every Tua Tagovailoa throw. Nah, unless we're trying to overreact or trying to paint a certain picture. But either way, I can understand it. And I look at it like this for those people that are going to be like that. We just gotta accept them. For the people that are gonna ride and be all guns in, hey man, I trust everything the coaches say, I trust everything the team says, they're gonna be all in. Because I think of it like in this analogy. Think about when you go to Kennywood. And actually I don't wanna use Kennywood because obviously they had a tragedy over there this weekend, oh, geez, man. I definitely yeah. hate to hear that, man. But um, you know, when you're at an amusement park and you're getting on the roller coaster. You got a couple people on the roller coaster, right? Two styles of people. Sure. You got the ones that are like thrill seekers. Man, I can't wait. I'm going to sit in the front. I'm putting my hands up the whole time. I'm going to scream to the top of my lungs. Or you get the guy, I'm going to record myself, and I'm going to have the stale face like I ain't scared of nothing, okay? Or you got the cool kid, man. I'm going to hold my chick hand, and I'm going to FaceTime my boys so they can know I'm doing this roller coaster thing, right? You got those people. And they're the ones that are going to trust this ride, and they don't have any type of criticism. They don't have any type of second thoughts. They don't have any type of skepticism, right? Hmm. They're just like, no, nah, man, this ride has to work because what? It's been tested. I've seen this ride work 20-plus years. It's never had a losing ride. So, hey, man, we're good. I trust them. I'm going to trust the process. But then you got the other people, the ones that sit in the middle section, and they be like, hey, Wes, man, you know, this roller coaster, they say it's got a 100-foot drop, bro. Hey, Wes, they say this roller coaster going to go, like, 60 seconds in like two, it's gonna go 60 oh, miles does. an hour in like in point two. seconds. like, six bro. six corkscrews? Like, like, Wes, man, I, what if we die? They got this seatbelt on me, but man, I don't know, man. I'm, my hands are sweating. Wes, my stomach hurt now. Wes, why, are, are you sweating, Wes? And you like, and, and we on the same road as people that's up there in the front with their hands up recording and talking about, bro, what you nervous for? But they still gonna ride that ride, right? And they still gonna trust that it's gonna get them there, but they gonna complain, they gonna scream and holler. They might even pass the heck out. But at the end of that journey, When that ride is finished, they're going to say, hey, man, that was actually kind of fun. Yeah, we actually survived. We actually didn't die, huh? It actually did work out. I'm actually glad I trusted him a little bit. And when I think of this team, I think of it in that context. I think of how you're going to have the fan base that is kind of like me, where we're like, yo, we trust the process. We know it's not going to be easy. We know it's not going to always be smooth. But as a whole, we're giving the benefit of the doubt to the team that under Coach Tomlin has never had a losing season. That's the first level of success right there. We can't talk Super Bowl without first getting that first checkpoint of what? Winning season. Winning season gives you a chance to win the division. After winning the division, that gives you a chance to get into the postseason. After winning the postseason, it gives you a chance to get to the Super Bowl. After getting to the Super Bowl, it's all about winning it. But these are all the checkpoints that you have to get. So don't lose sight of... No losing seasons just for the sake of I'm trying to make a narrative. Because that is the absolute first prerequisite for you to even become a Super Bowl contender. You can't win a Super Bowl if you're not winning in the regular season. you got to win more games than you lose in
0: the regular season. That's certainly a start.
1: So we've (laughs) had that prerequisite, and we've had that for a while. So now that we're finally in a legitimate situation where you could legitimately justify your concern because of the changes – whether you're talking organizationally, no Kevin Colbert, or if you're talking on the field, no Ben Roethlisberger. Mm. But either way, this is an uncertain time. This is a time, a chance where we're going to see, hey, everything is pointing to where this could be Coach Thomas' first losing season, or this could be the first time we're irrelevant in November and December
0: in a long time. Right, right and that that's you're not be, at least in the playoff conversation or fra- race. And that's what people yeah. are scared
1: of, and I understand that. For me, all I'm saying is I trust the man that has never – taking this team to the ground i trust the man that has never taken this team and looked like they were tanking look like there was anything less than competing to the fullest of their abilities i'm gonna trust that now for the ones that don't trust it all the way they're gonna be screaming and hollering but at the end of the year you know what they're gonna say it's kind of like when we had the mason and duck season it was a midway point that year where people was ready to jump ship and then it was it was the time people was back on that ship And then towards the end of the year when it was like, how the heck did we finish 8-8 with this group right here? What the heck? And everybody said what? Man, that might have been Coach Simon's best coaching job ever. Mm -hmm. So all I'm saying is, Mm -hmm. no matter how crazy this roller coaster may get, no matter how many corkscrews, no matter how many upside-down turns, 360s, windmills, all that good stuff, okay? Just trust the man. Trust his team. Because until he gives you reasons to not trust him, I don't really see why we shouldn't.
0: And I would, I, I'm with you.
1: And the sample size is there. It's not like we're talking about a coach who's been here for five years.
0: The 15. sample size is
1: there. Show me when he is ever giving you a reason to say, "Man, you know what? He can't lead this team. He can't even get the base prerequisite done
0: of just winning. He can't even get that done." Spot on. And I think if even if the Steelers go seven and ten this year, I would still have that same sentiment. That's what I'm saying, man. I, I just, I again. I know the passion. I know it's such a week-to-week game. I know it's football, where every game matters. All, all that stuff. I get it. I'm not naive. I'm not asking everybody to sit there and smile at the TV as the offense is frustrating you either. That's not what this is all about. But I think there's been, man, there has been a lot, a lot of irrational things, as, as, as Motzi labeled them there correctly, that have been said about this organization, from the top to the bottom, from Mr. Rooney to Omar Khan to, to Mike Tomlin to Matt Canada to Mitch Trubisky. Even Terrell Austin now is coming under fire. He did he, he catch a stray. It, T.A. caught a it, stray. As well, too. How could this happen? How could that happen? What are they doing here? Why are we allowing this to happen? I I would just caution people to think about that. When you get angry. And like I said, a lot of the times it's rightfully so. You're allowed to get angry. That's why you're a fan. That's why we love this. It's, and, and don't it's turn emotional. down your fan energy. Yeah, That's the a, other it's, part. It's, like, it's, you don't want to turn that down. You know, uh, we're all emotionally invested. A lot of you were financially invested as well, too. You mm-hmm. buy tickets to the game. You buy gear. You have an NFL Plus subscription or whatever so you can watch the team from from outside of the Pittsburgh market and all these things. But I just keep coming back to, do you trust this organization? More importantly, do you trust this head coach? Do you trust this ownership? That, yeah, this year might not be a Mona Lisa. It Hmm. might not even end with a playoff appearance. Hmm. But I still trust the organization. I still trust Mike Tomlin. I still trust Omar Khan. I still trust Mr. Rooney. And that, to me, is is what I was thinking about these last 24 hours or so as – It still continues to feel like, from not everybody, but from a significant portion of Steeler Mm -hmm. Nation, that the sky is falling. And if you listen or you read or you watch a lot of other media around this city, you would think the sky is falling. You would think the team is 0 7 Mm -hmm. and they have absolutely nothing going for them and they're going to stink up the joint and they need a new head coach and they need a new.
1: We should already be ready for who we're going to draft next year. We should already be ready for who we're going to draft. Let's let's go ahead and plan for the
0: draft. And I'm sorry, I'm still relatively young, too, 31 years old. The Steelers in my lifetime, they have given me no reason mm-hmm. to be that pessimistic glass half empty guy. And I'm just I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. If it's another hey, if it's another two, three seasons from now, and right, we haven't been and back to, and we haven't been back to the yes. playoffs and all these different things, that's mm-hmm. different. But it's been three weeks Seriously. in the post Hall of Fame quarterback, post Hall of Fame general manager era as well too. I'm glad you threw him in there. Kevin Colbert, gold jacket guy. Ben Roethlisberger, gold jacket guy. It's been three weeks without those two. Three. And we pulling the panic button? And, and we're, we're pushing the panic button? We're pulling the pin on the grenade, and we're uh, ready to blow the whole thing up.
1: We, we pushing the little red
0: button? Look at— You know who's says the little red at, button. Everybody Look know at that, New man. Orleans and what's going on there post-Sean Payton and post-Drew Brees.
1: But we don't care about what's going on around there, Wes. Well, so we care about what's going on here.
0: As you should, but you should also be realistic about it and not think that the Steelers were just going to— but but this to still away. away every precedent we've ever
1: seen. This to steal away the standards. When is the you standard. lose what they lost, we this say, pass ne- off we say next man up. Charlie Batch came in for seven and he, he won games for us. Next man up, Omar Khan. Next man up,
0: Mr. Bisky. Next man up. It don't matter. Even the next men up need reinforcements from time to time. Nope, not in Pittsburgh. It's <laughs> steal play. away. We got some tweets about this, of course, as you would imagine. Scott you, we, tweets. We got a tweet to come remember about this? We got a few. I just couldn't a few. imagine that. Scott tweets and says, how could we not trust the organization? I know we are due for a not-so-good season. We've had three head coaches in my lifetime, and I'm an old fart. I trust them. It's still the best organization, but I still want Kenny. <laughs> Kenny Nation. <laughs> now, see, that's a reasonable reply from Scott I, I can respect there. the that's heck that. That's reasonable.
1: Got it I respect the heck out of that.
0: And he says, always trust the organization. Also, I'm realistic. I know winning is hard. The road isn't always smooth. The goal is always still a championship. Mm-hmm. But championships are special because they are rare and so hard to attain.
1: Yeah, so just think about this, right? We've said every year that the goal is a Super Bowl. How many years have the Steelers been playing football? In the Super Bowl era. This
0: is the night. Oh, in the Super Bowl era? Super Bowl 50, era. what is it? 50, this is gonna be Super Bowl 50, 57? 57? 57. 57? 57, 57, I think, you're right, right? 57, yeah. And we
1: have the most, or we're tied for the most now. Mm-hmm. We've just six. Mm-hmm. That does put into context exactly how hard it is. So when we talk about the standard of the standard and the goal is always Super Bowl, and then people, like, oh, well, if we're not winning the Super Bowl, we need to blow it up, then fire the head coach, right? It's like, just think about the context of what we're talking about as well. Don't, don't be a smart butt just for the sake of being a smart butt. We just said it's been 56 to 57 years of football in the Super Bowl era. We have six of them. And that is the winningest.
0: Tied for the most
1: in the league. league. And six. Yeah. So, more times yeah. than not, what are you telling me? You're not going to be winning Super Bowls more times than not.
0: That is what the math says. Yes. Not
1: saying that it takes your goal away, but all I'm saying is when we bring up these <laughs> super hard stances of, oh, you got to fire this guy because of that. It's like, bro, who, in, like, literally,
0: who's winning them every year? Alabama. Even they not winning them every year. If you want your football team to win championships about every year, go root for Alabama. Roll Tide. Yeah, you know I got some love for Roll Tide now. We ain't got to smoke with them just yet. Just yet. You wanna you wanna win a championship every year? Go root for the Dodgers. You so say you want the dogs? So bring the dogs, Heck, Even the Do- the Dodgers have dominated baseball for the last six or seven years. They got one World Series. What about one? the Yankees. Yankee. They haven't won a World Series since twenty. 20- I was a freshman in high college the last on, time they man. won one. Twenty ten. Yeah. yeah. I was in college. Yeah. Good money was well spent, though. Money was well spent. Was it 09? It might have been 09. But either way, it's, uh, it's been year, over a that decade. That was the year before
1: a cano left, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: That was, they beat the Phillies in the yeah. World Series. That was 09. That was 09. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was my freshman year of college. Yeah. That's when I was leaving college. And, and you know what, too? I was, I was in Cleveland Thursday night. Mm-hmm. You walk around the press box there, the media area there. It's 1944. The Browns beat the Yankees to win the NFL championship. 1952, <laughs> the Browns beat the Packers.
1: You know, that has to be a crazy situation for them, though, to go from being dominant in one element of football and then having arguably the greatest running back ever. Oh, you know to, they got some now, You know they got like, some
0: stuff up there. <laughs> NFL championships won. Yeah. Browns eleven. Steelers six.
1: Yeah, I was just like, yeah, congratulations. You go for being like on top of the world. Congratulations in that, in that with, name, your, with to your leather now. with your leather face yeah. masks.
0: Yeah. yeah. About back the same time that Pitt was winning national championships. Yeah, what low happened? Key. Low key. Go Dukes. Nine twenty tweets us. We won our we won our uh,
1: championships when, you know, color TVs were HD TVs. Everybody could eat together and drink at the same water fountains, okay? Everybody was on the field together collectively. Oh, that does man. matter. You know that. It certainly, it does, does. It does matter. It it if does. you was out there playing with just one side of the party, I don't, I don't, mm. don't really. You know me. I don't, I don't really respect them
0: like that. Mm. I concur. That tells like half the story. Steeler Nation 920 <laughs> tweets us and says, "I believe in the Steelers and the Rooney way. I have faith in Mike Tomlin. and The standard will shine through every time there is a journey." And that's 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 biblical there from 920. It is though, isn't it? I tell you, Jared tweets us. And says, uh, I trust the organization to fix things. I do think they got the offensive coordinator wrong, but I know that my opinion doesn't matter, nor should it be a reason that they make decisions. I don't work for the team. I like that. I like that. I like that. Matt says, we need to treat this season like parents treat their kids. (laughs) Kids what they want. Kids want what they want when they want it. You can't have knee-jerk reactions, and you always find, and you find out that the parents are usually right.
1: Low-key, though, that is pretty funny. That's a good one. That's a good one. So you got to treat them like your kids, man. Walter tweets. It hurts me more than it hurts you to tell you no, okay? It hurts me more. Walter tweets us and says, eyelids off.
0: I ain't scared. Hey, I still man. think we turn it
1: around. Let's go. And I got the vising for everybody. so' get them dry eyes.
0: <laughs> it happens, but it's okay. Uh, Bill tweets us and says, Steelers fans are just not used to the Steelers underwhelming. Bill, ain't that the truth, particularly Steelers fans that are, you know, in their 20s and 30s.
1: Yeah, but I just say in the context of underwhelming, that is still very case-by-case because to the fans that came in here and kind of had this, like, blind faith that this team would come out here and average 20-plus points, 30 points per game, then, yeah, you might feel like they're underachieving or underwhelming. but. To me, I don't think this team is underwhelming or underachieving. I think this team is right on pace with where we thought it would be. The only uh, surprise is the loss of T.J. Watt mm. because that's changed how we view the defense. But outside of that, I think that they've been pretty much on par with what we were expecting. Uh, the offense that we we trying I to figure it out agree. is the line good? Is the quarterback good? Figuring it out. And then the defense is you gonna have to ride the wave. If they're playing elite, we'll win.
0: If they're playing okay, we're gonna have some some tight ones. Yeah. Bill uh, adds, "Do I think we have a good nucleus? Yes. Do I think we have issues? Of course. I don't think we're a playoff team, but if we make the playoffs, you can call me out." <laughs> right. oh, Bill, we yeah, ain't gotta call you out. That's that's try, try. no, no,
1: no. And there's nothing wrong with not thinking we're a playoff team and still thinking that we have a good nucleus because when we we're talking about making it to the playoffs, it. It's a lot that has to happen. Yeah, health wise, hey, get I a picked the, the Steelers right to win eight in. games. Like, come so, on, man. so yeah. clearly,
0: I didn't think that they yeah. were going to make the playoffs either. Like, it's
1: a lot that goes into it. I think they can make the playoffs, but I'm banking more so on them stealing a couple of those games, like that yes. Bengals one to start it out. Yes, but I also wasn't account for TJ Watt missing as much time as he's going to potentially miss because he is a large part of why the team hasn't had that extra pop these last two weeks. No doubt. People, you, we can't lose sight of that either. TJ is very impactful. He is the defensive player of the year for a reason. Mm-hmm. He gets 30 mil for a reason. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have a $30 million guy out there, just think of all the $30 million guys we've had and tell me if you can feel when they've been gone. Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio yes. Brown, yes. Le'Veon Bell, to yes. an extent he was going to be 30, but he didn't get it. But L. Bell, TJ Watt. Yes. Okay? Minka Fitzpatrick. Yes. we got on his list. Keep going to the, to the bigger name. James Harrison? Yes. Troy Polamalu, Yes. Was Hans a 30 million dollar guy? We would throw him in that category, right? Because if he was in the days, he'd get 30. He'd, okay? get, he'd get a
0: nice. He'd get, okay. I don't know about 30, but he'd get, he'd be he'd in that get a nice. He'd chunk. get close to it. Oh, right. yeah. Alan Fanica? But, but
1: these, all of the guys we're talking about that are in the 30 million dollar. Pouncey. Okay. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All of those guys are in that class of 30 mil or what would have been equivalent to that, right? For their position. Whenever those guys were not in our lineup, we all felt that impact. Yes, we did. We all felt it. So yes, we did. understand that it's not just going to impact just the defense. It's going to impact the whole team, man, We you don't have a T.J. out there. T.J. Watt is that guy. When you see him, it's kind of like seeing the bad signal. you a little <laughs> hope. And if you're on the opposition, you see that bad signal, it's a warning. That's right. <laughs> okay? Watch out. It's a warning.
0: Vengeance is coming, okay? Mark says, no panic here, just chilling. Hey, I like that shirt, though, baby. Faith, family. Pittsburgh football. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. We are going to talk to another guy who's the man, our buddy Chris Carter. He'll join us in just a few minutes around the corner. We'll get his opinion on all these things uh, that we have discussed today and trust in the Steelers organization. CC joins us on the other side when we return. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR.